This week we party like it's 1939 after hitting the road for the little redemption. Holy suit! This and more on episode 134 of Indie Game Riot. Everybody, this is Josh, and I am here with Mr. Eric M. Hunter, the manliest man in Cincinnati. The M stands for murderer. Yeah, extremely manly murderer. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're here. With, we're we're here. Uh, going to talk about indie games. If you didn't guess, uh, we've got Cuphead coming up. We've got Road Redemption, a free game called Holy Suit. If you didn't get it from the intro. Um, but first, how's your week been? Or a couple weeks, actually, because we missed last week because of uh, personal schedule of things. Because somebody was... Uh, when you had your uh, judging thing, didn't you? I st- I'm still doing it. So I got a month to do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, man. It's uh, We're in October now, so this is my month. Is it your this month? This is, is how birthday? I live my life. So October... In masks? ...is the... What? No. <laughs> no? I don't know. I thought you were going deep with that, like like you wear a mask in life, hiding your emotions. Oh no! Sad. I got real creepy. Thanks. No, <laughs> uh, no, man. October is like is the month to be alive. So we've got uh, we're running uh, thirty one days of horror in October. Ooh. Um, and then October thirty first marks my birthday. So. Oh, you're born on Halloween. Born on Halloween, I'm Satan's uh, Satan's uh, spawn. Spooky, fuck you. So it's uh, yeah. So uh, today we're recording on the fourth. That kind of sucks um, though, because like instead of people giving you candy, you have to give candy to them on your birthday. I don't. I don't know what that means. Because it's Halloween, you give out candy. Yeah, no, like the wife is handing out candy. Me and the kid are going trick or treating, <laughs> and I'm gonna fucking slam it. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that's the best when they're young too, because then you got to eat all their candy because they can't. It's eat like, them. oh look, he's so cute. It's okay, he's got a peanut allergy. Just give me all those Reese's cups. Yep, actually, that's so. what I, I, I we end up going twice, and uh, because there's we go once in in um, Hershey, which is like a more well off area. And, uh, and, and by Hershey, I mean like Hershey, the town that makes the chocolate. Right. And um, it's, it's not only is it well off, but of course, being Hershey, everyone has the fucking Hershey candies. And they always get the king size, or at least oh, regular yeah. size, instead of like the stupid minis. So, and then not only do I get to steal from my kids, but they also give extra sometimes for me because I'm just there. And they're like, here, you have one, too. I'm like, oh, well, you shouldn't have. Give me all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you but insist. Yeah. So that's the best. We're actually making uh, our kids' costumes this year. We got – I'm um, my daughter's going to be Arwen from Lord of the Rings. The, the okay. If you don't know the movies, it's the one uh, Liz Tyler plays. Or Liv Tyler. Sorry. Um and then my, my son's going to be Frodo. And we're Excellent. making a costume. What's your, what's your son going to be? Uh, we're doing um, the Toy Story this year. Mm-hmm. So I will be Woody. Uh, the wife is going to be a Little Bo Peep. And then my son will be a sheep. If we had enough resources, I'd dress up like Gandalf. But It's the hat. It's the hat that does it. If you don't have the hat, then it kind of throws it off. Yeah. yeah. Then you're just like some creepy old guy in a robe that... Yeah. bathroom that won't get out of the chair. Hasn't shaved for 20 years. Yeah. Actually, I no. don't think I'll ever be able to grow a wispy wizard beard, and that, that's kind of upsetting to me. Yeah. My, my I mean, you could always facial hair is too, too rough. Prosthetics? Yeah. You know, like go and get the uh, the surgery done and get somebody else's hair. Oh, yeah. Surgically added. Do you want to donate? I mean, if you want to talk about chorus, man, I mean, that's... I'm, I'm the name of the game right there. Like yeah. It doesn't get more coarse than mine. <laughs> but if we put ours together, it could look like a fro beard. Actually, that's what happens a lot. Mine poof, poofs out. I've, I've taken a pick to my beard. 
Yep. And it's been like, <laughs> look like a yeah. This shot. is for those who are watching the stream. Like this is as long as my beard usually gets, and it's already I, like annoying as shit. I do need to shave and buzz my head. It's too messy right now. I'm, and, and, and like I got like one, maybe two more chances because once the winter rolls around, that, that's it. I'm not shaving shit because it's too fucking cold. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and this winter is supposed to be it's supposed to be particularly cold. But uh, you know what's a good way to warm up, Eric Hunter? Is it an indie news injection? Yeah, taking an indie news injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an indie news injection. Thanks, indie games. This week on Indie News Injection... We've got a very special announcement for Indie Game Riot. <laughs> I'd like to, <laughs> as he takes a big swig of his drink, I'd like to formally announce that Eric M. Hunter, uh, up on my right side, has officially joined the Indie Game Riot team uh, in the full-time capacity. Well, full-time meaning like permanent capacity, I should say. That's a better word. Uh, in the permanent capacity. So, everyone fat for him and uh i'm excited I, I i i can't wait to work you to the bone for no pay good <laughs> as i, I sit I back on my ass can't wait to really dive deep into igr and turn it into eric m hunter's game right <laughs> well actually uh i mean not giving any details out but we we've been talking uh after streams and stuff like that about particular ideas uh, we've shared with each other, so maybe those yep. will come to fruition in a uh, cross-bred, uh, weird spliced relationship. Of, maybe. Um, maybe. And at the end, it'll just end up saying, "Kill me, please, kill me. I'm right. suffering." <laughs> it'll be a it'll be a black web page with white blinking text that just says, "Kill me." Yeah, on on the deep web, like a red room. Right. That's dark. I don't like that. But no, um, I am I am excited. Honestly, about the red room, I think no, just oh. to be a part of the. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's you know you've you've hosted me as guest for a few months now, which has been awesome. Um, I feel like the just the the general mythos and uh, the backbone of this site is definitely my bread and butter. So it's good to see um, hardworking people. Uh, do good work when it comes to indie games. So I am super excited to be a part of that. So and and Rev just, if he needed it for some reason, gave his blessing. Oh, he gave his blessing. He's like, oh, I would really? love to have Eric on as the permanent third third host. Um, and by the way, update on Rev for those of you who've been around for a while. For those yeah. who are new, which there are some in, in chat right now, um, we've been dealing with a, a lack of hosts. One kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, and the other had financial issues and his computer blew up and therefore could not purchase another one. However, he gave an ETA today of uh, potentially December, January, assuming no like other financial uh, emergencies pop up. So looking forward to having Rev back. Um, cool. I'm in the talks with another guy to potentially come on temporarily during that time, um, but we'll see. Uh, you know, it depends if he if he like if he likes us or not. A lot of people come on the show and regret their decisions, <laughs> uh, which is always a fun time. Well, I mean, we don't. I don't think we hold a whole lot back, which is nice. You know, I don't I know if that's actually strong. true, uh, but I I know I do know for a fact that we've made some people uncomfortable. Not in a way that like like ugh, you know, but like they're just not used to the truth, the the laid backness of the show. Um, they're so used to like fucking IGN professional shit, you know, whatever. Well, I don't have time for that. Yeah, no, this people like the laid back stuff. That's the same reason that they like the Indie Revolution Expo, uh, is because compared to like other conventions, we're so laid back. Anyway, uh, so yes, welcome, Eric. I'm glad to have you on, and may our uh, future ventures be fruitful, uh, as fruitful as our loins. Anyway, next up for actual indie news, news. Uh, indie game news is what I was trying to say, not to be redundant. Uh, is IndieBox? Uh, those of you may have, who have been listening to us for a while know that uh, they've been sponsoring us uh, through like affiliate links and whatnot uh, for a while now, and we were 
were talking with them and uh, supported them since like the very beginning of their company. Uh, it was a super cool idea, a subscription box for indie games, uh, similar to Loot Crate, but specifically for indie games, and they made really cool stuff. Yep. However, um, they recently sent out a news uh, news flash injection. Yeah, no. uh, a news flash that uh, their Torchlight Two, the the next box of shipping, will be their last. Um, and that's not because the company is going away, but they're pr- pretty much pivoting to do something else. Because they've not only have they been doing those subscription boxes, but they got involved with um, making like collector's editions at GameStop or um, just collector's editions in general for indie studios that want to sell it at like conventions and things like that. And it seems like that that's the direction that they're going in. Um, so I guess they. Uh, you know they don't really go into details as like why that is, but that's what they're doing. Um, so I, mean, I think we could probably surmise a pretty good idea. I mean, probably not as much money in the subscription box unless you're loot crate with tens of thousands of subs. Yeah. Um, but I wish the best of them because they're cool and they really do support indies. Um, they gave seventy percent of their profits to the developers that that were part of the uh, subscription box, which is really cool. Yeah, and, super um, ballsy. Hopefully, because I mean, uh, hopefully we can still get them on as like uh, sponsors for IRX, because uh, that's kind of because now they're targeted less at indie game fans and more at indie devs. Uh, so I think it'd be a really good audience for them to like co- connect with, um, as far as like making collector. Because w- if you made a game, wouldn't you want a collector's edition of your game made? Well, that's, so that's box? what I was gonna say. Like, I think if anything, what would be great would be to hear that story of how they got started and those sit-down talks that they had with these developers of like, look, this is what we want to do and we have a, like, a neat idea of like all this physical shit that we want to produce for you uh, to send out to these subscribers. Like, I would love to hear that story. Yeah. I mean, I, could, I guess technically we could still get them on as a sponsor for the show, but it, it wouldn't be like an affiliate link, per se, I guess. Um, maybe I'll email them soon. Anyway, so that is the thing if you cared about IndieBox. Um, sorry, but no more subscription boxes. But if you're a dev, be excited. You know what else you should be excited for? Do you want to take this one? No. All right. <laughs> hey, I was just seeing if you wanted to like, oh, get started on your job. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's the thing that's happening. Oh, okay. So, uh, Chucklefish's Magic School RPG. More details on dating, combat, and influences. It's <laughs> all right. I'll do it. Uh, so, Chucklefish, who, who, who is a publisher, also made... Uh, Starbound and, and things like that um, are apparently partnering with um, the guy that made um, Stardew Valley to make another Stardew Valley-esque type game uh, with a working title called Spellbound. Um, essentially, they're describing it as uh, Stardew Valley mixed with Hogwarts, like Harry Potter, um, which is actually really exciting to me. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I I really like Stardew Valley. Um more than I ever thought I would and mixing it and I'm not like a huge Harry Potter fan but it just seems like a really cool universe to bring that style of gameplay into uh, with spells and whatnot so I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty jazzed that this is the thing that's happening um, the 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 article I actually have up is a newer article so I didn't get a chance to like read through the whole thing <laughs> so I was trying to see if there's any extra information because I just found it like right before the show. Oh, um, he basically just goes on about um, kind of like what his influences are. So he talks about Stardew Valley, and obviously there's a big Harvest Moon connection there, yeah. um, and that he likes finding those sandboxes and kind of like exploring what you know, like how to an nth degree, like what you can really do with them. Um, he basically says, "Let me see if I can find the line," but it's something, and it's just like, man, what if we could just do. Oh, here it is. Um, uh, so characters want to be a little bit more independent. Uh, you might get dumped if you behave in the wrong way, but don't ex- necessarily expect a river do a Riverdale with witches and wizards, though. Uh, we want to hit close to home, but in a way that provokes an intense nostalgia. So this guy knows um, he knows exactly like his niche, which is why I feel like this game is going to kick ass because even. So, like, Stardew Valley, like, I 
I played a little bit of it. I wasn't a big fan. I feel like it's a game that I probably could play if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. That's just not my style of games, um, which is fine. I mean, I still respect what it is. Um, but this guy we have knows. Stardew Valley music playing right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy knows how to scratch that itch when it comes to that nostalgic factor, and like I applaud him for it because you see you see devs that come in and they kind of flirt with that line, and it's like, um, like one of my go tos is always like if it's a running gun game. Um, usually, there's always a spread shot, you know, from the that mimics like Contra from the old days. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh, that's total, that's total Contra. Like, all right, good on you. Like, I Contra's the shit. Uh, but man, he he just goes for it. So like, I think even if like the the magic and the and the the uh, the wizardry stuff stuff of it, if it's just even even if it's just on the surface, like it doesn't dive that deep. I still think this is going to be a kick ass game. Well, I think I mean with Chucklefish's uh, resources uh, and, they, and they're kind of known to take particular genres kind of like what they did with Starbound and expand on it um, mechanic wise I think it's going to be it's going to be really I, I'm heavily optimistic because between that and then uh, Concerned Ape who, who did Stardew Valley who had all these ideas to expand from, you know, he, he, he was able to make a Harvest Moon inspired game without making it Harvest Moon and by adding so much to it and so much of personality and charm, um, that it was its own thing. And I think that between the resources and his inspired creativity, this could be really something special, uh, and potentially, as long as they don't fuck it up, potentially dethrone Stardew Valley for what it was, which I believe outsold like some huge AAA titles on uh, Steam many yeah. times over. Oh, it's um, crazy! And by the way, he's—I I mean, he had to pay Chucklefish because they they published Stardew Valley, but he's a one-man team. That's a lot of money that he made yeah. then. God damn! Yeah, it's uh, and on top of that, he's one guy. Yeah, who made this game? So like that. That's, what I, just said. that's killer. Those are great stories. <laughs> uh, and actually, the art too is is um, really nice. It, again, reminiscent of Stardew Valley, mixed with a little bit of Starbound. But I like how they they've added like some some dynamic lighting and things like that with uh, in some of the screenshots that sh- they're showing. There's some good detail. Um, it's w- w- I'm not sure how many bits that would be considered for for pixel art, but it's it's pretty pretty uh pretty detailed yeah and then of course the music as you heard which i'm sure will be fantastic as well um you know what else is fantastic no idea the game that is absolutely terrifying that i will never play raft has been picked up by a publisher (sighs) and is coming to steam early access in 2018 um we talked about raft before on free fun Back when it was a free game, and I believe it still is, on uh, Itch.io. Um, but they've been picked up. Red Beat Interactive, by the way, is their new developer name because it used to be just be like Raft Team or some bullshit. Mm. Um, but they're now being published by Axelot, uh, which is cool. And uh, it was a really unique concept on the whole ocean survival thing. Um, it looks like they're adding probably some land to come across uh, Is in the last part. Yeah. Which, Maybe. which I get. I mean, I guess it's good. Although it kind of defeats the purpose of raft, as long as long as they make the land not like too like as long as they don't let you depend too heavily on the. Land, I was gonna I say guess. make it permanent. I guess is yeah. the course. Yeah. Um, because the whole point is that you're making this huge raft with all these. I mean, it's physically. I don't see how it could really work out the way it does in the game, but that's besides the point. It's still fun to make your huge raft with like these towers, and you can grow. You can have uh, plant plots, and uh, you can get shit out of the ocean to build with, and you fight off a shark. One of the things I kind of criticized, um, not, it wasn't criticized, but more of a suggestion because it was a free game, uh, was that they could probably use more threat. Because when you kill the, sh- once you get to a point, the shark doesn't really threaten you, and it might like take off a chunk of your boat, like a little square. 
and you just immediately replace it and you kill the shark after however many times and you only have right. one shark at a time and, you know there's nothing really threatening your survival in that case so that, I think that was the biggest thing that I'd like to see as they make this uh, is to make it to, to make it a complete game where it's not just boring after a while is to have like uh, something that's constantly looming over you to make it challenging so um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're looking at that yeah, I mean, you could go straight Oregon Trail with it and make it, you know, like you have to worry about, you know, food um, spoiling or dysentery or, you know, all kinds of shit like that if you wanted to. Who wants dysentery? Yeah. No, this game absolutely terrifies me and I will never play. You don't like the ocean? Um, it's not the ocean that I'm afraid of. It's what I don't know is in the ocean that terrifies me. So, like this. Which is like everything, but. <laughs> Pretty much. So um, this trailer does a perfect job because there's a spot where, like, uh, as the main, as the character in the game, you you dive into the ocean and swim down and find a treasure chest. I don't know. It's a quick. That's new. And too. then like, yeah, and then like the shark just comes out of nowhere and just like tries to bite the shit out of you. Like, mm, nope, I'm good. No, thank you. I used to like, want to be a marine biologist and specifically to study sharks. I used to want to do that. I nope. love sharks. Nope. But I get it. It is the ocean is a scary place, especially when you think about how deep it is and all the kinds of the fact that we know less about, about the last we no, the no, we know less about the ocean than we do about outer space. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, raft coming to early access 2018 on Steam. If somebody wants to do a let's play of this game, I will watch that let's play, but I will not play this game. I'm just not gonna do it. I'll do a let's play. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. I'll, do I'll, take, I'll take your ad revenue that you probably won't give me because you have ad blockers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but if you're not even going to monetize, what does it matter? Exactly. Uh, but I monetize everything because I'm whore. Oh, you shouldn't do that. People use ad blocker. Who cares? What does it matter? Also true. People that want to support can. Uh, you know what else? Uh, speaking of support, we're going to support the next game coming up in Starting to Riot. This week on Starting the Riot, we are talking about Cuphead, a game that people have been watching for fucking years, finally has come out, uh, although people are a little pissed off because it was exclusive to, I guess you could say Windows, it's not, it was like, not necessarily Xbox One, but the Windows, because it's on PC as well. Yeah, um, crossplay. Yeah. But uh, you cannot get it on PS4. That's what people were upset about. Personally, I don't give a shit because I don't play these kinds of games on console. Uh, I know you do, though. How does that make you I feel as a, as a console uh, enthusiast? Um, as somebody... I mean, if Microsoft is going to come to me and say, hey, you know, we see that you made this, this boss rush kind of game and we think there's a lot more potential here and you can make a much better game, here's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm okay with it. Because yeah. it's going to come to PlayStation 4 regardless in a month or two. So yeah, it, it will matter, eventually, but, yeah. Um, but just the fact that a publisher was able to, to sit back and be like, we see a golden opportunity here and we want to bring you on this journey and fucking make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, so Cuphead, uh, the first thing that you're going to notice is the animation art style of this. Uh, reminiscent of the 1930s style animation um, where kids' cartoons were pretty fucked up, to be honest with you. Um, oh, yeah. But that was, like, the main thing of this game, and, and where they drew most of their inspiration was the art. Um, originally, too, this game was supposed to be... Uh, part of the reason it took so long to come out is that this game was supposed to be simply boss battles, kind of like what, what Boss 101 was, uh, if you saw me stream that the other day. Um, basically just a, a shmup, or a bullet hell, or whatever. Um, and they, people were like, no, we want more than that. We want more than that. So they decided to continue development for however long and added a whole bunch of um, platforming levels into it um, to, to add more to the game. And uh, this game, it, since it's come out, people have said it's incredibly challenging. And uh, oh, we missed our discussion point. I just realized, oh, well, uh, <laughs> maybe next week. Um Anyway, it's, it's incredibly challenging. However, they have two different challenge settings uh, for, for the game. And they have normal and then they have simple mode. And it was a little bit of a controversial because their simple mode uh, actually just takes chunks out of the game, I guess, that they deem too hard. So how does that make you feel like the game is hard in itself, the normal mode? Right, So yeah. maybe someone who's more casual wants to play the simple mode. 
but then they can't get the full game if they do that. So it's it's the mistake that uh, Dark Souls didn't make, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the because. I mean, uh, Studio Japan could easily have gone like, oh, well, if we want more casual gamers to play this game, we can just make it easier, we can soften these enemies up, or we can completely take them out. But they were like, no, like, fuck it, this is the game that we are creating. If you can't play it, then you're just not good enough, move on. <laughs> you're not good enough for us. I mean, which is fine, you know, it's a, it's a viable excuse, you know. And I feel like when I read that, when I read that Cuphead and their developers just they brought that mode out and I was like you guys are just going to shoot yourself in the foot because at the end of the day this game is not for a casual gamer and god I I hate using those words because what is a casual gamer what does that even mean blah 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 blah. it doesn't matter Um, I feel like they bastardized this version because Microsoft made them bastardize this version which is the downfall from using a big publisher Exactly. Um, now it may come out later that um, they decided that this would have been this was their idea all along, and if that was true, then I would be more than happy to eat crow. Um, but from somebody who follows shit like this and reads between the lines and has been playing games as long as I've been playing games, like this was definitely a we're sitting at a boardroom meeting and Microsoft says, uh, no. You know how we should, we need up. more money so we're going to need to expand our audience. Yep. And uh, you're going to need to make it a little easier because uh, the, the, the 70-year-old men in this room couldn't get past the first level. Exactly. So here's where the real question becomes is what do they do after this? So where do they go from here is what's really going to prove um, if... A cuphead was worth it or not because don't get me wrong the 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 game that they set out i don't know if you remember this but the when this game first debuted like the very very first time was uh during an e3 and it was an oppressor event for microsoft and it was at the end of their uh events when they were showcasing just a shitload of random games like really quick like well this is a game and here's another game and here's another game it was this very small clip of cuphead and that was all that people wanted to talk about was Cuphead. And, like, what is this game? Like, it looks amazing. It looks like old school cartoons. Like, oh, my God, like, I want to play this game. Give me more information about this game. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who thinks that, you know, like, there's – you need more than just a, you know, a 10-second trailer is bullshit. I mean, like, Cuphead proves that. And maybe they're the exception that proves the rule, the rule true. Either way. Well, they, they're they the uh, epitome of, of... – judging a book by its cover to be honest because I mean it's the art style that the art and animation brings you in brought people in yeah so it'll be interesting to see where they go from here because this game in my opinion is a one and done there's no reason to bring out a sequel there's no reason to expand this in any other way just it's a it's a full game just yeah probably (laughs) I know but um their next game is what I'm going to be more interested in well, I mean, unless there was some sort of like exclusivity contract with Microsoft where they Microsoft basically owns Cuphead now, which is a terrible idea for any of you devs out there, just never sign that contract no matter how bad you need funding. Um but anyway, maybe their next game they'll self-publish. Who knows? Yep, could Same. be. Um that said, some other things uh, that are interesting is that they, again, with the whole 1930s style, they went with that in the um, audio as well, which, yep. I mean, obviously not born in the 1930s, but I've seen a lot of those old cartoons, you know? I mean, I, I still... Yeah, there's still a lot watched, of YouTube. I still watched a lot of them on TV, yeah. um, you know, watching the old Looney Tunes and, and Disney stuff and, and as fucked up as they were, and uh, it... it brings back a lot of uh, nostalgia even though I wasn't born in that era it, it, it was, it's just weird uh, because like the audio is super low low quality like I mean like uh, you talk to the shopkeep and he and he talks he, he goes I forget he, he basically like yells at you like like I forget what he says but basically like what do you want right it's like, like it's the like, old school you know what do you want and then like yeah. peaks it like peaks the microphone and you can hear like the reverb in the room and shit yep. uh good times and um one thing i just to name drop i i met the guy who actually animated or at least one of the animators of the game uh, nice. at a Newgrounds party 
a few years ago. <laughs> yes, I've been rubbing elbows. Well, new game. Um, years ago. I was a new game. I was invited to an exclusive party. And caviar was amazing. Actually, they had free beer and burgers and hot dogs. Oh, good so stuff. Then it was totally worth it. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, it was a good time. So, um, Cuphead is by Studio MDHR. Uh, and is currently how much is it currently? Because I nineteen ninety nine. Thank you, nineteen ninety nine to buy on Steam and Xbox One. Uh, by the way, it is um, single player, but you can also play co op mode. Um, hence, Cuphead and Mugman are the two characters. And to give a little insight into the story too, you are Cuphead and Mugman. You went gambling at Satan's Casino because someone thought that was a good idea, and Satan basically bets you. Uh, you're on like a really good run. He bets you, um, say, okay, roll one more time, and if you get it, you can have everything in this casino, all all of my loot. But if you lose, I get your souls. You know the classic, classic Satan. Right. And uh, classic Satan. Classic Satan. That 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 silly Billy. And um, of course they lose. Hence the conflict of the story. And uh, instead of taking their souls, they plead with him. Is there anything we can do? Don't take my don't take my soul. Uh, don't take our souls and he said okay fine if you get these other people that owe me a debt get their souls for me I will let you go and hence you going off to fight all these boss battles and whatnot um, because those are the people or things that you are taking the souls from right uh, and there's more to the story to explain why you're shooting shit out of your fingers it's it's all cartoony though it's not really important important right. thing is that it's fun especially if you like difficult games uh, that are shmups and or Bullet Hells and or platformers. There and, you go. Oh, and you can buy like a Super Collector's Edition that comes with a vinyl uh, soundtrack. Oh, nice. I didn't know about that. Yeah, and then, which of course would probably sound fantastic with this old ass music. Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you're into it. <sighs> Anything else you want to talk about Cuphead wise? Um, take notice. Like, I think this game's going to. This will Witness. be a game that's been talked about for a while now. So. Witness your greatness. Maybe it's uh, going to end up in the future Indie Game Hall of Fame that we're going to start. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I, uh, I'd go halfway. <laughs> a, I got a little bit. I'll go a little bit. A little bit, a little bit of Hall of Fame. You know what else we're going to put a little bit into? Some uh, Road Redemption. Peep show. Please give all your attention to early access. This week on Peep Show, we're talking about Road Redemption. The would it be a spiritual successor to Road Rash? Or is an actual um, successor to Road Rash? Not to inspire any kind of copyright infringement. So I would just say it's it's uh, it's uh, in in lieu of. Okay. Lua. Inspired by. Uh, yeah. Road Rash. It's, uh, I mean, the developer alone, even today. So today uh, is the official quote unquote release day, even though he um, or she they. What's the name? Pixel something. Uh, Pixel Dash Studios yep. uh, and EQ Games. They, I know they were on the outs with uh, whoever for a while because there was some uh, uh, DMCA uh, copyright bullshit that was coming through because it was so tied close to Road Rash. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think the original idea was they were going to make this and hoping that they would be able to get the Road Rash name to slap on it. Um, and, you know, there's a big no to that. Um, so yeah, this game is basically a super next-gen updated version of Road Rash from way back in the day, um, from like the pixelated version from like the Sega Genesis or the Sega Mega Drive, depending on where you were in the world, um, to the version that I fell in love with, which was on the uh, PlayStation One, mm-hmm. uh, which had like live-action cutscenes and shit like that. So was it live-action? I don't remember. Yeah, there was live-action cutscenes because I remember. You were um, the character you played was the guy in the motorcycle helmet that had the shield down. 
So you can never tell, like, obviously who the guy was. But the money was completely fake and, like, five times too big than standard money. And the trophy was large but super light because people would just pick it up and throw it. <laughs> it was great. Um, that was when I first discovered Soundgarden as a band uh, because the song uh, Spoon Man was part of the soundtrack. And I have forever <laughs> fell in love with Soundgarden. And uh, Isn't that weird how, like, I there are a lot of songs I've been in games in the past that I've played. That I've, oh, I was, I probably am only a fan of because of those games. Yep. Like, like, like Rob Zombie and Twisted Metal. I think we talked about before. Yeah, we talked about that. I think I mentioned, um, um, oh shit, I was gonna forget it. Um, Crazy Taxi and Offspring. Oh yeah, like that. A lot That's... of uh, a lot of songs from Tony Hawk. Oh fuck yeah, Tony yeah. Hawk. Unbelievable the amount of songs with Tony Hawk. Yeah. Um. See, I... no. So I mean, I hope. Um, I hope this game does well, just because I love these this type of like vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> Is it manslaughter? Or I think it's more murderish. Uh, well, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever works. It's, I accidentally cool. I was carrying this shovel on my motorcycle, and I accidentally busted the cop in the head with it. Uh, so please only give me five years as opposed to twenty five. Right, please. please. Um, no, I think I feel like. Uh, from somebody who plays a lot of old school games, um, I feel like games like Road Rash, and obviously this game now, uh, Road Redemption. I feel like they still have a, uh, they still have a, a solid spot when it comes to just gaming in general that it's been neglected over the so many years because the developers and publishers have seen that you know first Finally person shooter. a good racing game. Well, yeah, I'm tired I mean, of realism, realism in racing. That's why. Right. I mean, it's yeah, like with Forza and that kind. Well, again, uh, you know, numbers speak. If you go back and you look at the total sales for games, especially for the PlayStation One, like Gran Turismo uh, or Gran Turismo, 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 um, that was like the number one sold game for the entire PlayStation launch. It's like, are you kidding me? The system that had like Crash Bandicoot and Final Fantasy VII, it was Gran Turismo. Was Turismo. it? Uh, Turismo. Yeah. I for, well, Final Fantasy VII was the game that like saved. Like, people bought PlayStation specifically for Final Fantasy VII. Right. And they basically, like, saved each other. I mean, and if, if you look at, like, just sheer, like, dollars and cents. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So, no, I, it, this is great. Like, I'm glad that, again, like, I hope people take notice. I hope this game does extremely well, and I hope that it, it kind of spawns, um, you know, like-minded people who are like, no, these games, they, they, they do have a future in this style um, there's a lot of things that you can do with the style of genre that haven't been done yet. Um, well, they, like, um, what, what, what the hell? Flat Out is another game that's similar to this, minus the weapons, but you, like, crash each other and shit like that. That's a really fun game. I th I do want to see more out of this genre uh, rather than just racing. I want to see, like, some just ridiculous shit. I like the speed that this game goes at, too, because it's just watching someone, like, running someone into, like, like a telephone pole that's going by at 100 miles an hour. Yep, and just seeing them just immediately disappear. Uh, oh yeah, in the yeah. end of the back, <laughs> behind you is 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 pretty fun. Um, I used to play, I used to play it like a game that was like this, but like extreme sports. I can't remember what the game was called, but I fucking loved that game. So it was like it was like brutal and like you would like skate like you would race, but you know different characters would be on skateboards or luges or. Uh, roller blades and shit like that. Yeah, it was a good time for me. I have no idea. Um, they should make like a Mad Max version of this. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is there any? I mean, what compared to Road Rash? Because you 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 remember a lot more of that game than I do. Um, what compared to Road Rash in about like? Like, how's this game its own thing, and what is as similar outside of just the first glance? Uh, I mean, see, that's kind of the problem, is there isn't anything new here. I mean, other than, you know, just updated graphics and, like, certain weapons and stuff. But, like, the, the core gameplay mechanics, it, it's road rash, like, through and through. So what would you like to see, then? Because, I mean, we talked about uh, earlier with Stardew Valley and, and that new magic game. Or and, and Harvest Moon and how they made it their own. Like, so what? What do you think they could do to make it their own and make it more fun? 
as a fan? Oh man, I don't even know. Um, put me on the spot and shit. Are you trying to make me like just shell out free game ideas? Yeah. Uh, I feel maybe if there was like some sort of RPG aspect to it, um, if like I, if I could build a character, like that was one of the things I liked about uh, Road Rash, which uh, at least for the PlayStation, which is not unless if I didn't get that far into this game that I got into like that a campaign one, but mode. Basically, yeah. So like in the um, in Road Rash for the for PlayStation One, like you had to get the shitty bike because you didn't have the money for a cool bike. Right. So you had to lose races. Like you had to come in third and fourth and fifth and sixth. And take those, you know, two hundred dollar purses and three hundred dollar purses, because you would save that money up, and then you could buy the better bike and get the better wheels, and then upgrade your weapons and all that stuff. Like, okay, so we're seeing like a store here, but it's like it's not as in depth as, as I would want it to be. You know okay. what I mean? So with that, if you could, if you well, could kind of pull in, kind I mean, of it like is the, early access. Who knows what they're going to add? Well, that's true. Maybe um, they'll listen to this show and be like, "Well, we've been doing son this shit of a all bitch." Long. We um, if you could pull Aaron in. Wonder. If you fucking hey, I'm for sale uh, for anything. Um, <laughs> if you could pull in kind of like a Nemesis program, like they did with uh, um, Lord of the Rings, that would be cool. How cool would that be? Rivals, so it, it was, yeah. yeah, you could do rivals. Um, you could just do like you could do the very Pokemon thing, where it's like your brother or your friend's brother who you know just hates your guts and always picks the opposite of what you pick, and kind of do that rock paper scissors thing with it. And his ass is just like on the road. Um, you could do a sand people ask part of this where like you have a group of people who are completely against what you're doing so they create their own hazards rather than just people driving on the street um, I, think, I think like even more than a campaign mode in general I think maybe like a career mode uh, would be pretty cool where you know you could it would, it would kind of help the leveling up aspect of it where uh, maybe you get sponsors or whatever and, and they can be ridiculous sponsors like uh, you, you know, like weapon makers or some shit like that. You know, sure, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and and work through the story that way, and just building up your yourself um, as a career outside of just like you're a badass on a bike. Get better. Yeah, like it would not take a whole lot of work to turn this into like a death race style game. Mm. Death so, race. Yeah, that'd be cool. Where like it's it's more about the characters and the bike. Shitty movie. Than it is cool game idea. Yeah, which is essentially what Twisted Metal was, I guess, kind of. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, have we, we say that uh, Road Redemption has redeemed Road Rash so far? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna dignify that with the reason. <laughs> but yes, yes, I think so. Well, I think it's time to hit the road. To, f- <laughs> to free fun. To free fun. Okay. Great name. Three, two, one. This week on Free Fun, we've got Holy Suit, a physics-based game, which is nice to see in the in the free world. Physics are not an easy thing to master. Physics are expensive. Physics are math, and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the real problem. Holy scoop, scoop! Holy suit to the escape pod is what I was trying to say. Um, really cool physics-based game. You are uh, basically your your ship has I- exploded, and you must reach the escape pod before your oxygen runs out uh, without taking too much damage. And you got missiles that you can blow shit up with, and you got to go through all the junk that's floating around. And you got to just like in space. You have to take into account inertia, the lack of friction. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta slow yourself down. You're going at like fucking what's the speed? Like seventy-five thousand miles an hour, something like that. How fast? How fast is? Like the speed of light, or no, no, like in general. What what the fuck is that movie with Sandra Bullock? They they gave a speed at how fast the space junk was flying through the. Fifty-five miles an hour? Oh no, not that. It was like thousands. Oh, you're talking about that terrible fucking movie that wasn't even really a movie. It was just CGI. Um, What was that name? What was that movie? The whole movie was like an allegory for birth or something. There was a lot of shit. Fucking what? There was a lot of that. There was a lot of imagery that that made her like trash. It's called trash, Josh. (laughs) It's, It's straight trash. 
There was a lot of imagery that made her look like it, like she was in like the womb, like like she was in the window of the of the space thing. Abort. <laughs> Just abort. Whoa, edgy Eric Hunter. <laughs> Started on the right foot here. No, I know what you're. I don't remember what the name of the movie is, but I know what you're talking about. That movie's that movie's terrible. Anyway, fast. I forget where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is by Mitron. Mitron. I'm not sure how you would pronounce that. You can find it on Itch.io. Of course, the link will be in the description if you're watching the recorded version of this. Um, I really like the the, the simplified graphics, but it, it works really well. Um, with I think it's more the color scheme than anything that that kind of makes it work graphics wise. Yeah. Um, it's all about the the physics and gameplay mechanics, though. In this game, would you like to see this game? fully developed into something that would be like people would pay for on Steam? I mean, yeah. Uh, I will always say yes to that question, regardless of the game. What if it's uh, Well, I don't know. I was a big fan of the Wii. Because we were uh, supposed to talk about that in the news. So we, we were. Oh, well, wait till next. Oh, or I'll do a 20-minute rant, and I'll just post it on my site. Okay. Um, you can do that, too. Whatever. And do that, too. This, I, I want to know where else you, what else you could do with this. So... Like this game reminds me of No Time to Explain, uh, by Tiny Build. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I feel like the big thing with that game was the story, uh, and the interesting bosses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious as to, because to me this is like so this game is uh, is, is is slated as being in uh, alpha, like which no is No Time to ex- Explain without gravity. Right, uh, which is a neat idea. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm where's the? I, I want to know what the hook is. Like, what is it to get me past the first ten minutes of the the tutorial? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't see that yet. Well, so. they have some things on their to do list, um, but uh, so they're going to add. Uh, they're going to balance some things, and they're going to add unlockable characters. Yeah, a story so mode. Okay. If you're into that sort of thing, yeah, story mode, implementing new enemies, so that'll keep you going once they get that. Yeah. Out. Uh, I will applaud them. Um, I downloaded the manual for the game. It's mm-hmm. a full color uh, PDF, which I am all for. By like, Premium Guides. I, yeah, man. I tell you what, um, slap a spine on this bad boy and put yeah, it on my shelf. Primo, right for uh, me nowadays. I mean, do you blame them? There's, there's no market there. Yeah, no one buys uh, them anymore. Yeah, like the only ones I buy are like from games that are 20 years old. So. Um, no, I, I thought the manual was a was a nice touch. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, when do you see this anymore? Kind of a thing. So, um, they should prop. get any box. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, yeah, it'll help them develop the game for sure. Uh, oh, you mean physical? Yeah, physical things that people don't do anymore. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Although that was pretty cool. I'm not. That's not a shit on any box. I was just. Maybe it's just a, a terrible joke. Fucking joke. Yeah. Uh, no, I think um, I think this has legs, though. I'll, I'll give this legs. Uh, actually, it has jetpacks. Well, I mean, does it? Because using the gun, so to move around, so not an actual jetpack. Would no, you like fucking can't. semantics, man? Just want to say semantics. It's what you're saying. It's always. <laughs> well, you know what else is semantics? Whether or not you would call this the end of the show. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just need to quit. I need to quit looking into. Um, I need to quit looking for content in the segways. That's my problem. Okay. If All I right. quit looking for content in the segways, then it'll be fine. Yeah. So. Do you you do you hear about the lady with the third tit? It's the end of the show. <laughs> I don't get it. It's. I was purposely making a out of context segue that's any game right quality ladies and gentlemen uh, if you enjoy this kind of quality we do have a patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash indie game riot we really appreciate your support uh, you know like five dollars a month you could do more than that if you really want to if you're feeling extra generous but five dollars a month you sacrifice one coffee from Starbucks a month if you don't like like coffee then you're sacrificing uh, fucking I don't know a small percentage Candy of your alimony I don't know candy cigarettes yeah uh, you, that's like a, that's like a, a, I don't know like a like a fifth of a gram of weed <laughs> I don't know what 
how much does weed cost? Man, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, you were asking the wrong guy when it comes to that stuff. I'm hip, man. Are you? Are you yeah. with it? I'm with... I do the Mary Jane. Yeah? Not really. No. no. Yeah. But uh, we do appreciate your support, and uh, it will go towards improving Indie Game Riot, as well as Indie Re- Revolution Expo, which is... You can find more information about that on our website, IndieGameRiot.com. If you want to uh, contact us, you can send us things like news or uh, suggestions to feature things, whatever. Critiques, dick pics to Eric, uh, which I kind of sent you up uh, with a with an email address now. I just realized. What? And um, Just for dick pics? Awesome. Just, just for dick pics. I will and, never uh, check it. And my business cards will have just a penis. No, it's an arm, right? It's supposed to be a... I don't that's know always, emojis either. Uh, no, that's a, it's a always sunny. Show. Okay, yeah. Don't watch that show. No, you don't. No, no sir, do not. And uh, <laughs> so, dick pics, Eric Hunter. Uh, you can send them to uh, contact at indiegameride.com. That's the email, or you can just go to Twitter at igrpodcast or Facebook.com/slash igrpodcast. We're also on Steam. We have a curator page, so check that out. I'm not going to give you the address because it's too fucking yeah, weird. Steam like doesn't give you steampower.community.com slash user slash fucking Steam yep. their shitty browser uh, any last words sir uh, keep on gaming yeah and oh, oh yeah and again welcome to the team permanently thanks uh, thank you for all the help that you've done before and thank you in advance for the help that you're going to give now uh, and of course you can check out Eric Hunter his website um, I am Eric oh, wait. now I get your shit all mixed up why don't you make it all the same this Eric, is no fun so it's ericmhunter.net that's the main site I am Eric m.com fucking you do it it's your thing now <laughs> so ericmhunter.net is for all things me yeah. that's what you said and then I, uh, I am ericm.com for all things indie games there it is. Which I guess I can't really say anymore because now it's Indie Game Ryan. So. Don't seem so upset about it. I'm not. I just... We've 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 acquired your company. I have not and touched a, that a, site in a hostile takeover. Yeah, burning down my doors. <laughs> we'll ruin all that you love and care about. Anyway, say goodbye, sir. Goodbye, sir. Toodles, sir. <laughs>